Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. As we bring you the best bit from a big week of news. As always, we've got showbiz and sport with Mel Tresina and Titus O'Reilly. Very special guest, stand-up comedian and Triple J radio host, Michael Hanger. Michael Exactly. Well, today was a big day, Mel. The Melbourne Cup Carnival. And look, despite bad weather, the show must go on. I tell you what, streaming, I tell you what, streaming at the moment, Joe. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Big day of racing, the Melbourne Cup, the People's Cup, they call it. Well, we'll let Tins Candace Wyatt explain. This is why it's called the People's Cup. This crowd has been waiting here for hours just for a chance to glimpse tomorrow's trophy. Right. It's called the People's Cup because. <laughs> The people flooded into Flemington and friend of the show, Daniel Doody, managed to stop a few for a chat. Hello there, how are you? I'm not going to tell it. Oh, okay. Hello, how are you? Sorry. Are you excited about today? Hello, how are you? You're right? Hello there, sir, how are you? Are we going to take you? You've got to go. Wow. 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 I'm going to join oh my you. God. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful race. Wow, the reporter that stops no one. <laughs> were, the, were the horses racing today or just trying to escape a Daniel Doody interview? What was going on? Well, of course, Channel 10 had comprehensive coverage of the Cup. We're here this morning. It's a Melbourne Cup brunch at Ding Dong's Place. So here's a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> In, a, in other news, bird flu's back and we do need to crack down. Well, let's get the latest news from the track. News time now. Here's Lockie. Sarah Ange, good morning from the cheap seats. Hello, everybody. Have <laughs> <laughs> stealing people's gigs? Have... Right? <laughs> wow. if, you, if you've just joined us. <laughs> Speaking of the cheap seats, of course, so many famous faces at the track. They were, absolutely. That's right, including our very own Tim McDonald. Oh, yes, I Your went head long. popped up during the coverage. Apparently. Yes. Who looks good? Well, I reckon today. Well, the back of your head. Well. <laughs> what are you in witness protection? Oh, sorry, Hannah. Oh, my goodness. Can we, can we have a look at that again? Who's this uh, mystery blonde? <laughs> well, I'm dating a dentist and I only, I only see her every six months, so it's good, good to catch her. Who were you dressed by? Funnily enough, I was dressed by a friend of the show, Rob oh. Millsy Mills. Talking about your review of Hairspray, or you seen that yet? Yeah, can't wait to see it. <laughs> no, I, I, that, I, that was Rob Mills dressing me. I was having a bit of trouble with my tie. Yeah. I was about to go on Studio 10. I wanted to tie a noose, and they're hard to get right. So thank you, Millsy, for helping us out. 
Well, it was all about the fashions on the fields and staying warm. And I've got one hanging there, but also maybe just add a trench coat, a gorgeous chic trench coat. You can keep warm, keep the rain off, or just try and match your brolly to your clutch, maybe. And flash people. <laughs> here's, my, here's my fascinator. Across the country, lots of people got into the racing spirit. I think Brooke Boney's mind was elsewhere. Oh. You are riding I Love Lucy. Whoa! <laughs> Brooke, who are you riding today? Uh, Zach Efron. Zach <laughs> Efron. But what's the name of the horse? No. Well, the racing across the country took place against the backdrop of yet more wild weather. Rain continues to hit the streets. Heavy rain turning streets into rivers and flooding businesses. Jodie Lee has this story. Well, this is River Street here in Healdsville today. <laughs> in times of wild weather, it's great to see reporters from Channel 9 and 7 come together to steal a local's boat. Yes. <laughs> The Channel 10 reporter was just behind in the real love dinghy. Um, <laughs> um, so we'll come back to that. Of course, this week, all eyes were on Canberra. It's not every day you see a teacup paddling through Lake Burley Griffin blasting Beyonce's discography. Wow. It's only every second day. Yes. <laughs> no, of course, we're talking about the budget, with Labor delivering their first federal budget in a long time this week. Anthony Albanese spent Budget Week boasting about his achievements. I did score my first uh, netball uh, point uh, ever uh, this morning. But a more worrying tally is about to grow. <laughs> His basketball tally, yeah. Yes. Uh, in these tough economic times, we all have to find ways to save money. Liberal Senator Jane Hume had a helpful tip. Can I tell you the one thing that I have stolen from hotel, other than, you know, your own shampoo bottle here and there, <laughs> and I feel really bad about this, was a Bible. I had to steal a Bible from the hotel room. She clearly hasn't read it yet. Yes. Because it's one of the main rules. She was checking if thou shalt not pork barrel was one of the commandments, so good to check. Still though, Mel, there are plenty of people who reckon the government can do more to combat the cost of living crisis. But as Labor's Chris Bowen says... I respect people who say, you know, we should do more. And as I said, the country and the government will be working hard to do better. But starting in 2022, uh, because of nine years of delay and denial... Make it, make it ten years, I reckon. Still waiting to hear about the GST on a peck of pickled peppers. Yes, we'll come back to that. Well, for his take on the budget and the current economic crisis, let's get the latest from senior ABC finance editor Alan Kohler. Taylor Swift's Midnight has blown the rest out of the water, becoming the most streamed album of all time. And that's finance. No, it's not. <laughs> That's finance. Uh, the big budget issue continues to be power prices. On top of the stark warnings of a 56% jump in electricity prices in the federal budget, pun, budget rather. <laughs> budget full of Danae and Delisle. Yes. But nobody takes power price pressure more seriously than the morning show's Larry and Kylie. Um, stay with us. Here's what everyone's talking about this Thursday morning. Power price pressure. <laughs> Not for <laughs> So funny. <laughs> People are struggling. <laughs> Thankfully, there is relief on the way. We're joined now by Seven News political reporter Jennifer Beshwadi in Canberra. Jen, morning to you. So could we see any price relief in the short term? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> 
The other big energy issue is climate change, emissions, methane. So let's get the latest from... Alan Jones. I think this is a big issue, this methane emissions thing. And that is also made by cattle. I mean, what about feral pigs? Don't start me. <laughs> Don't start me. You got yourself started. He raised it. <laughs> Thankfully, there was help on the money front this week with Powerball's whopping $160 million jackpot. Everyone had their own lucky charms. I thought I might channel a win last week with the blue balls, but it didn't happen, so I thought yeah. I'd take a different approach. <laughs> Get your balls out, big or small, we don't care. <laughs> Blue, blue balls, don't start me, don't start me. <laughs> Across the country, Aussies lined up for tickets. Did you buy the winning ticket? I didn't go in to buy a losing ticket. <laughs> That's all they had left, though. No. So. <laughs> so what would people do if they won Division 1? Buy a few properties and I'd go on a nice European holiday and a few cruises. Yes, all those sort of things. Give a few to the family. <laughs> Not too much. OK. <laughs> Too much. I might buy a ladder to pull up behind me, you know. Yes. Well, while we hit 160 million, Powerball in the US is now worth one billion dollars. And Americans are lining up in long queues. People have been waiting in line throughout the day. There is still a little bit of a line. I think the last person just went inside right now. I think he's just getting milk. Yes. But, so what were the odds of winning Powerball? Tom Hartley has crunched the numbers to find out how lucky you have to be to win. Yes, yes, that would be nice. Yes, 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 it would. <laughs> I'll come back to Tom when he's finished in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Well, the winners lined up to claim their prizes. With hundreds of customers all chasing the lotto dream. You can either scan your ticket or your T-shirt. That's, that's how that works. So three winners split Division 1, each taking home roughly $50 million. So what did one winner spend it on? He says his family and himself are now set for life and he's also said the first way he's going to spend some of that money is by buying a Christmas dog for his grandson. I don't know why, but Christmas dog sounds like he's going to eat it. Yes. <laughs> Put it in a pillowcase in the fridge. Also, 50 million. Won't be a cavoodle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but well played to the winners. Well, I've got my ticket and I've warned the boss I might not be back tomorrow. Samantha Crow joins us live yeah. now from Port Macquarie and Sam. Well, we will be back right after the break, right here in the Chief Seats. You're watching the cheap seats. Thanks to our exciting new sponsor, the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo yes. Switch! Enjoy games anytime, anywhere with the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch Play Connect. Great. Amazing, yes. awesome graphic smell. In fact, it's been a week of incredible pictures. <laughs> we can show you some extraordinary pictures now of a great piles of shopping trolleys left abandoned on Sydney streets. Extraordinary, Extraordinary pictures. <laughs> this is the story, yes. and the consequences are huge. Stores didn't claim their impounded trolleys in time. They were crushed. And I just left it for two seconds to get milk. <laughs> <laughs> but... Milk. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means drugs. <laughs> Well, they did that at Coles, but that's great. So, no, but to the two... The, it's, it's a guy called Cole. <laughs> to the two major stories in the UK. The new police operation aiming to tackle drug users across the region. And apparently my head is worth six pounds. OK, okay. Wait, OK, great. Can we see a seven-pound head? Oh, there we go, beautiful. <laughs> 
bit overpriced, but it's wow. fine. <laughs> Inflation's out of control. All right, all right, all right. Well, last night was, of course, Halloween with trick-or-treaters everywhere. And the trick-and-treaters... I had hoped to have some trick-or-treaters behind me today, but all I could find were these guys fishing, and I find fishing pretty scary. Yes, great. <laughs> yes, great. Trick or trash. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't quite have the same ring. Sunrise got right into the Halloween celebrations. This is so much fun. So this is a centrepiece. It's a great way to get kids to eat more vegetables. Clearly it's a skeleton with hummus. Clearly. Clearly. Skeleton with hummus. Watch out, kids. She's about to add the eggplant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watch out. Watch out. <laughs> this clip from Sunrise caught my eye this week. What happened off screen here? Thank you so much, Lee. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you Kobe. Lee. Thanks, you Kobe. You can take Dogular off now. <laughs> Yay! So, Kobe. Oh. Off we go. Okay. Oh, Kobe's oh. cute. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! Oh. Okay, um, let's go to that. Shooting statue of a big What happened to the dog? I think the dog ate the eggplant. Yes! <laughs> While everyone was getting dressed up for Halloween, even in the newsroom. I don't feel like you're holding oh, do that. I don't do all the hard work. The horse is okay. Still did better than my horse in the Melbourne Cup, though, so well done. <laughs> Still, though, this Halloween, parents needed to keep an eye out for... Children's toys containing small batteries. It can burn through um, the esophagus and then rupture a major blood vessel and cause catastrophic uh, hemorrhage and the child could die. We want everyone to enjoy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Hemorrhage treat. I don't know. <laughs> Let's check in with the latest health news. Well, ahead on weekend sunrise, COVID's not done with us yet as a new variant hits our shores just in time for Christmas. Ooh. It's a real stocking stuffer. Yes. You know? I, think, I think someone ate a raw reindeer, um, yeah. so look out for that. Still, though, there is actually some good news on the health front. Scientists say picking your nose might have health benefits, including stronger teeth. Can we hear more? Do you have to both pick it and consume it, then, to reap the full health benefits? I don't know, Rachel. <laughs> I don't know, Rachel. Well, actually, we've just had an update. Oh. Queensland researchers discovering a potential link between picking your nose and Alzheimer's disease. Right. You forget how strong your teeth yes. are. Yes. <laughs> Massive health news. And speaking of health news, this is a big health breakthrough. It's a nuisance when it gets in your fish and chips, but as scientists discovered, ingesting a little sand may actually be good for your waistline. I think they've misunderstood the hourglass figure. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> sort of way to act it out. <laughs> Some people have to undergo surgery for their health problems. 86-year-old Lynn Richmond has just undergone life-saving surgery, but looking at her today, you'd hardly believe it. <laughs> oh my God, I thought it was a skeleton with hummus. Yes. <laughs> She's had half a ton of sand pumped out of her stomach, so she'll be great. Still, there is some good news this week. Also today, a very speedy arrival. How a random breath test turned into a roadside delivery. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Do we know what they had? <laughs> oh, girl. Congratulations. 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 She's, she's just turned 0.05, so well done. <laughs> Happy birthday. Still, things are opening up with the first cruise in over yes. two years docking into South Australia. She's a sight for sore eyes. The Pacific Explorer in all her glory. <laughs> That's actually me. Oh, is it really? <laughs> and the passengers, Mel, they couldn't wait to set foot on Adelaide soil. Chat with a couple of them, Alex. Oh, G'day, guys. You're live with the Today Show. How are you doing? Yum, yum. Where's the, uh, where, where's the RBT team when you need them? <laughs> Well, those guys were fired up. First cruise ship to uh, South Australia in two years. Yeah, okay. Is that exciting for you guys? Yeah, I didn't realise that. It's the first time in South Australia, so we're a bit excited about that. So, no. yeah, I didn't realise. City the of churches, one. ready to run amok in the most boring <laughs> state ever. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> no, we, love, we love you, Adelaide. Adelaide. And so does our studio audience, obviously. <laughs> but it's time to get into a cruise and head. No you, no, you do your little segment. No. <laughs> That's where I talk about the top stories in New Zealand. You love it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, our first story tonight, Seven Sharp reporter Reese Matthewson took to the streets to find out what makes New Zealanders happy. It's one thing that each of you do, could be daily, could be weekly, that, that brings you uh, an amount of happiness. Ooh. Uh, walking. Um, probably having a smoothie in the morning. Walking and picking up garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so much to do. <laughs> One Kiwi was most happy listening to her son's music. I hope he gets to de-stress. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, mind you, he's playing in a band, so he probably won't do. What band? Give him a shout out. Well, gosh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually Neil Finn's mum. Is it so. really? Is it really? But it's been a big week of crime in New Zealand. 3am when there were reports of two cars uh, driving away from the Chartwell shopping centres after a report of a break-in. Uh, and after that, in the next hour and a half, two convenience stores, two petrol stations, uh, an appliance store and a dairy were also hit. And that was... Time for a break. Back with more in the cheap seats. This is a Triple J radio host, stand-up comedian, currently appearing on your screen on both the SBS and the ABC. Oh, oh my God, Michael Hing. Welcome, Michael Hing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Would you please welcome to the desk, Michael Hing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Obviously, it's Melbourne Cup Day. We're yes. asking everyone, who are you wearing? Oh, sure. Uh -huh. <laughs> Just looking um, at your shirt, uh -huh. there's, 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 a, there's a penis on it. That? Yeah, okay, well, that, that's a self portrait, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Vera Wang? Yes. Great to have you here, Michael. And you're here to talk about a show that you've done that we absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. It's called Australia's Best Competition Competition. Mm -hmm. What's it about? Um, it's about competitions, okay, obviously. Great. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, my co-host, uh, Lewis, and I, 
wanted to just enter as many competitions as we could because we wanted to win something, anything. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And all across Australia is these weird little competitions that everyone does, you know, whether it's trout throwing or wood chopping or whatever it is. <laughs> we have yeah. them every week on the show. Across yes. the country, there's a there's a random competition everywhere. Exactly. So you and Lewis decided to do as many of them as you could. Yes, trying to win something, anything. Now, the problem is that we're very bad at things. Um, yeah, OK. <laughs> so we, didn't, we, 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 we tried, we didn't actually win anything. And so what we decided is we're actually going to switch it. So now we're running a competition to find Australia's best competition. Competition. Okay. So this whole thing is really just a way to save our egos. Really. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, you and Lewis, you tried so many events, but let's start with one of our favourites. Mm-hmm. It's from the Echo, which is the Brisbane Royal Show, and the wood chopping. <laughs> you guys got involved in the wood chopping event. Mm-hmm. You did a bit of pre-wood chop training. Keep that arm high and then down. Perfect. That's good. Yep. I've got a pro here. We might enter him for Echo. It's good. Yes. Yeah, we have a winner. That is a pretty good start. How did you go in the actual event? Um, well, uh, God, I mean, I crashed it. We don't, probably don't need to see how I did, because I, I did it really well. I think we we we've got a clip oh, here. Watching him struggle. That is you. I can feel the humiliation rising. So I dug deep and released my lumberjack spirit. You need help from these guys. The lumberjack spirit proved ineffective. <laughs> I was so bad at it that I had to get um, one of the other competitors to finish my log for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was this the teenager. Other, the, other, yeah, the other competitor was a child. A child. <laughs> yeah. He was a very big child. Yes. Yeah. In your defence, balsa wood is tough. It can be really, really hard to break through there. That, that can be actually quite dangerous. Yeah, yeah well, the, the reason woodchoppers wear white, you might have seen that clip, we're wearing white, is the reason... Uh, the reason that you're virgins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually saving myself for marriage, Mel. So, uh, no, it's... It's, it's, it's so if you actually cut yourself, you can see the blood on the white, right? Yep. But also you might have just seen they give you these little metal socks and they go, oh, that'll, that, that'll protect you if you hit your foot with an axe, like a tiny little chainmail sock. So after the wood chopping, you and Lewis entered the Bernie Estedford, mm-hmm. which is like a, it's like a show in Tasmania, yep. talent, talent show in Tasmania. Yeah, which is, again, traditionally, Estedfords are for children. Yes. But in Bernie, <laughs> in regional Tasmania, they have one that is for all ages. So anyone can enter and it was uh, kids all the way up to, like, old people and... Uh, including us. Here's a bit of you and Lewis before the Estedford. I need you to, I need you to fucking get your shit together, all right? I need you to pull it together. Feel these hands. Oh, fuck me, they're prison. It's so cold. <laughs> Please be quiet backstage. Yeah, we got rest on. We got rest on by, by the Estedford organisers. They were like, be professional. I'm like, we're trying. They got out the axe. <laughs> well, you, you and Lewis, you took to the stage and you're actually a really talented piano player. Interesting, Lewis is wearing white so that you can see when the blood <laughs> when the blood comes out. No, that's actually because he's a virgin, that's why. No, well, that's actually because I trained so hard as a child for that because some stereotypes are true. And... <laughs> I don't know, maybe like 30 or 40 Estedfords as a kid. And so this was an opportunity for me to like really excel and do well. But then when we actually got our marks back from the adjudicators, they were like, piano playing, great. But dancing needs some work. So um, so you were let down. I was let down by Lewis. And it's been a creative difference which I will never forgive him for. Wow. (laughs) Great. There was one competition that caught my eye. Can you please explain 
what we're looking at here. It is expensive, guys, uh, but look, at the end of the day, mate, it's worth it, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's a little thing called Turkish oil wrestling. Now, wow. um, now if you can, can't tell from the name, it is from Turkey. Uh, it is wrestling, and it's done by people who are covered in oil, obviously. And it's what not like special it? oil. It's uh, it's just olive oil. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you're, you're extra virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Qualify actually, yeah, yeah. that's the heat, yeah. Um, but you just sort of dress yourself up in oil, and there's these extremely tight leather pants, right? They're so tight that you actually need a car, like a tire jack, to, to you need the to, jaws of life, yeah, to, to, to stretch the... them up wow. to get to get into them. Now, um, this is me needing some help to get them on. Um, you'll see. Oh my god! <laughs> there's like there's a bunch of burly Turkish wrestlers just kind of like holding me, wedging me basically, yes. and shaking me to get me in. That's what I had to do before the logies. Yes. <laughs> As well, I relate. You didn't have to do it in oil, though. <laughs> and one of the rules is you need to be covered in olive oil to, to actually do the wrestling, and it's considered uh, impolite if you don't lather up your opponent. Wow. Okay. So this is us oiling ourselves, and then you've just got to like, yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's before the wrestle. That's um. Do you have to do it in slow motion? Yeah. Is that part of the... <laughs> Linger on the oil. I thought I need to delete browsing history after that. <laughs> so you, you're drenching, you're dripping in oil. Yeah. Which is not a phrase I say to most guests. <laughs> How did the fight go? Uh, it was pretty rough. Um, yeah. So this is us trying to wrestle, but it's hard to grip because you're so slippery. <laughs> This was at a medieval fair. So everyone watching us is in costume. There's like knights and queens and kings and stuff. They're all in costume. And oh, that's me putting my hands down Lewis's pants. <laughs> because you're so slippery, you need to put your hands inside the pants yeah. to actually get purchased. The thing is, they tell you, they tell you to put your... <laughs> in the training, they said to us, put your hands in the pants like... Um, I guess they didn't explain it properly to us. So in the training, they could put your hands in the pants. Now, I didn't realise you've got to put your hands facing the pant. So when I put my hands in the pants, I was just sort of caressing Lewis's buttocks. <laughs> and that's considered a foul. <laughs> We've got some footage from your HR meeting. Yeah. Um... <laughs> now, Michael, we also know you as the host of SBS's quiz show, Letters and Numbers. You do it in... Oh, there, there we are there. Oh, my God, again! <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a point that I actually, um, now that I'm on TV, I actually have had sex. So that's <laughs> a thing that I have done, and it's really true and cool. So, <laughs> and I was great at it. So, well, well, that makes two of us. What's amazing? High five! Yes. One day. One day. Yeah, me and Tim are the sex boys. That's all we. <laughs> Actually, there's some footage of us with oil on there. Have we got that? We might come back to that. We do have some footage of you in action on Celebrity Letters and Numbers. One of tonight's players will win a single item taken from my childhood bedroom. Let's take a look at what it is. Tonight it is my very first pair of glasses. Yes, worn by me as a six-year-old. These glasses are the perfect addition to any costume for a party where the theme is bullied child. <laughs> I'm sorry, right? I'm not on the commercial networks here on Channel 10. We could afford big prizes, you know? I'm at SBS where, yeah, we've got to give away things from my childhood bedroom. Uh, if, if it was your childhood bedroom, what would some of the prizes be? Oh, just loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear Michael Hing weekdays on the Triple J Drive show with Lewis Hobber and Australia's Best Competition Competition is on iView now. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Michael Hing? <laughs>
talk all things arts and entertainment. It's our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM. It's Mel Tresina. <laughs> Lovely to see you, Mel. Lovely to see you. What's been happening this week? Big week. Let's talk Love Island Australia. Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Well, it was an exciting night for me with Love Island Australia coming back. Blue shell, blue shell. <laughs> Love the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> if you've never seen the show, it's a group of hot young singles, so Tim can't relate, who live together what? in a villa in the hope of finding love and teeth whitening deals. One of my favourite parts of the show is being introduced to the Islanders, like Jessica. How can you cheat on me? Like, have you seen me? I'm the whole package, right? Like, I'm hot. I'm hot. Oh. I, I think the package is missing some items. You did, you did copy your hairstyle. Yes. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot. Uh, Connor is a real estate agent, so he described himself in property terms. If I had to describe myself in property terms, I'm a five-bedroom waterfront north-facing property in the heart of Sydney. Extremely overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> and on the market for a while. Yeah. <laughs> he is open for inspection, though, so yeah. if, you do, if you do want to. Yes, this Islander comes in... Ham, ham, ham. That was, oh, that no, was on the verge of okay. another property reference. He's a renovator's delight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this Islander came in knowing exactly what she wants in a partner. Banter. That's, like, low-key bullying. Love it. Just <laughs> bully me a little. <laughs> Money. <laughs> this season they are filming in Mallorca, Spain, and I reckon the heat has gotten to their heads already. Dream Love Island day for me would be overlooking the water, nice sunset, and a hot Sheila. Gonna go tapestries. Is that the small meals that you get when you go out? Heat stroke, normal stroke. It's a fun game with this show. He describes himself as a three-bedroom houses. So. <laughs> Speaking of finding the one, love is finally starting to flourish over on the real love boat. The next girl I get with is going to be like the one, you know what I mean? I want to know it's right because yeah. I feel like I know what I'm looking for, so... What, what's something you're looking for? You. Really? <laughs> yeah. Blonde, like fit. <laughs> the... the show's poor ratings mean they've gone from an actual boat to a paddleboard instead. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me those are the only two survivors <laughs> and the real love boat has sunk. <laughs> the block continues over on Channel 9, a phrase I'm going to be saying for the rest of my life. And I'm putting my money on a Logie nom in the visual effects and acting categories for next year. Standing on a dream core, looking at the dream view. They got the dream core of us. Can you do the honour and get the first one in? I reckon no you got this, Scotty. From Scotty. Scotty hit it out the back and he got it in. Scotty always delivers, mate. <laughs> Sharon gave us this honest assessment of her husband, Anka, but don't worry, he really stood up for himself. Anks is just a good guy. Like, he doesn't want to put pressure on anyone, you know, but I would call him a pushover. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I agree, obviously. <laughs> you know who would enjoy being subject to Sharon's brutal assessments? Bully me a little. Yes. <laughs> They'd get on. They would get on. To Seven's Extreme Weddings Australia, where couple Mark and Bree are opting for a more traditional wedding. You've got your marquee for your reception dance floor. So instead of a dance floor, we're having a big fighting pit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're already married. 
So they're having a medieval-themed wedding, right. in particular a LARPing wedding, which stands for Live Action Role Play, where people recreate medieval battles. So just how supportive is Bree's mum? Mark and Bree are a perfect match, uh, and LARP is just one of their things, so don't ask me what else they're into. <laughs> find out after the honeymoon. I'd rather hear about my kids talking about sex than laughing. That seems far less embarrassing. Uh, after watching so much reality TV, I thought I should recover some of my brain cells by watching a documentary. <laughs> ABC's Inside the Sydney Opera House takes a look for the first time at the behind-the-scenes happening of the iconic building and the dogs they've employed to shoo off seagulls at the opera bar. So how does it work? Muffin will chase seagulls. She'll never hurt one. The command is we say, get ready. That's the sign there's a seagull around, and then we give the command go, which will run towards it and scare it away. Muffin, come on. Muffin, hey. Good to see Muffin taking orders. He was on a muffin break. <laughs> <laughs> Our new sponsor. <laughs> it was either Muffin or Denise Drydale going... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> they went with Muffin. So what's in it for the working dogs like Muffin? It costs $100 an hour for year-round canine protection. Today, Muffin is working a four-hour shift. What? Muffin has a better contract than I do. <laughs> well, Muffin only scares away birds, not viewers. So. <laughs> In fairness to Muffin. You scare off birds, but the different kinds. I'm just a peaceful observer. <laughs> Ser seriously, there's a line and I think you crossed it. <laughs> went too far. And back by popular demand is my totally original segment. What? Across the Deeg. Across the Deeg? That's right. Time to head across the Deeg to see what's happening on Irish TV, in particular Gogglebox Island. What I love about the show is that Ireland is so small, they're always seeing people they know on TV. Anna's Fitzsimons against Nina's Finnegan's. Fitzsimons? Finnegan's? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know them? I do. They're big flowers. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the Australian version, these goggle boxes always have insightful commentary on the shows they're watching. Are you looking forward to living here? No. No. We're oxygenarians now. What are they? What's the time to get a bit of oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> and that was. Yes! Would you please thank Mel Tracina? Welcome back to the Tuesday. Been a huge week in the world of sport. To bring us up to speed, would you please welcome to the desk, Mr. Titus O'Reilly? <laughs> Lovely to see you, Titus. Big week in the world of sport. We'll get to that in a second, but it was a big week. Halloween oh. was last night. Yeah, and I was at trick-or-treating with a group of kids. Uh, not mine. I don't know whose they were. <laughs> okay, uh, until the parents told me to stop, I yes. thought, this is good fun. And uh, I refuse to comment on this investigation as yes. it's ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, well, we, we can get you comment on a big week in the world of sport. Big day can. in the world of sport. Melbourne Cup Day. Huge. Uh, spring Racing Carnival. It's in full swing. And what would it be without the fashion? With a focus on gender neutral looks. Well, I really wanted to go for something very subtle today. Very subtle. And in fairness, that is one of the more subtle outfits. Jasmine, how does it feel to wear that? Oh, it's amazing. I'm so, so excited. 
she's come dressed as my depression. Oh, really? <laughs> Just a little black cloud that follows you around. Uh, now, what I really appreciated was this honest interview about someone's connection to racing. Greg, Taika Waititi, and Taika, uh, you, you're here for the races, but also in a, in a really commercial type of sense as well. How much of a, a connection with racing have you got? None. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me, I love the racing for the free booze. Uh, now, of course, Carl Stefanovic, which we can always rely on. Speaking he... of free booze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Um, he brought some much-needed gravitas to the carnival. Well, Carl Stefanovic has got a lot Get your minds out of the gutter, you lot. Bloody and it's going to be hard to try and beat Zac Efron and Brooks. That is a horse begging to be put down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you really want someone who's got their finger on the pulse of racing, it's Channel 9's Tony Jones. And, uh, the horse I wanted to show has just gone back into the barn, actually. That's oh. one from the hay stable there. But uh, <laughs> beautiful timing. Uh, the one I did want to show was Without a Fight, which is a $13 chance. But mm. Karen McAvoy's uh, also not here now. Anyway, that's fine, right? But anyway, he was here. It's just worth sending him out, isn't it, yeah. to get that sort of footage? Lead a horse to the Today Show. <laughs> now, uh, Peter Moody, horse trainer, known Famous for training at Black Caviar, he's got two daughters who also play AFLW and he's got some great advice for them. So somewhat of an armchair expert or a, a couch coach. Definitely gives more advice after the game when he sees things that maybe he hasn't enjoyed. You know, not doing something right, let them know so they can improve on it. Don't pat them on the back and tell them what a great job they've done if they haven't done the bastard. <laughs> You haven't done the bastard. Don't pat him on the back. It's like you after every segment you say to me, you haven't done the bastard title. <laughs> Do the bastard was the working title for Love Island. Don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> done the bastard. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it's lovely stuff. I can't wait for him to get his own podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the T20 World Cup is still on. I think it started about five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> for a short tournament, for a short it's long. Of the game, it is yeah. long. Uh, I enjoyed Pakistan legend Wasim Akram's handling of this question. Why Rizwan keeps wearing the lip balm when not even a single player from any other country is wearing it? This is such answer. a random question. <laughs> doesn't even talk. cricket kiss pe baat kya? Ho sare. <laughs> Itne ho aap log. I can't answer this crap. Okay. <laughs> That's about every question I ever ask someone. That's yeah. the answer yeah. I get. He'd be great on Q&A. Well, oh, fantastic. Uh, now, the Gold Coast 500 was on the weekend, and if you watched the supercars for the crashes, you would have been thrilled. It's a great pile of cars, all doing 150-odd kilometres an hour, just drive straight into the scene. It was lucky that thing didn't end up on its roof. It's like watching Liz Truss's Prime Ministership. <laughs> bloody, bloody rush hour traffic. There's, there's fire. You're a racing expert. Is that normal? <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> the technical phrase is done the bastard. I think that's what's happened around. It's not good. Uh, now, many of us have tried, but few have scored a hat-trick in cricket. But Sam, who's just eight, managed it and survived the celebrations. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Thankfully, he's a nose picker, so he's got really strong teeth. So he'll be fine. Hey, we'll be back right after the break. Would you please thank Titus O'Reilly? Check in with the weather with Paul Burt from 7 News Gold Coast. And I'll have all your weekend weather live from the GC500, everybody. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, but I've been watching Paul Burt yes. and I need to know, is he OK? Coming up after the break, we reveal where the best bacon is sold in Queensland. And I'll reveal where the best cocktails are made. And that is coming up in the weather after the break, everybody. See you in a sec. <laughs> I'll have a vodka martini. Shake it, not shit. <laughs> no. Well done, Paul Bird. He's a big friend of the show. We love you, Birdie. Well, it's been a big week in the UK with the release of the title and cover of Prince Harry's new book. What it's saying to me, that title is... I'm going to go into all the stuff that's really hurt me and made me really angry and made me really, you know, <laughs> sad. Her cosplay of Harry was a little offensive. <laughs> a, little, a little bit much. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Let's check in on the morning show couch. Ross, great to have you back in the studio. Thanks for having me, Karen. What are dry eyes? Well, Karen, dry eyes are when your eyes can feel dry. <laughs> <laughs> And what are dry eyes? eyes <laughs> can be dry. <laughs> if you don't write this stuff down, you forget it. Yes, well, I know where we can get a dry eyes treatment. What's on? What's on in the warehouse? And it's been a big week in the warehouse. And whether it's earwax removal, constipation, urinary or faecal incontinence. Yes. <laughs> All the big topics. The holy trinity. <laughs> What are they doing? Look, it's not all about constipation. Sometimes they talk about toothpaste. We have an awesome range to help sensitive teeth and sweet tooth cravings plus gentle constipation relief. <laughs> Stop with the constipation. God, you've got to move through the constipation. Uh, ironically. <laughs> I've got to get past it. I love what's on, what's on in the warehouse, Mel, and I love how the team managed to... Convey the information in a simple, easy-to-understand way. The new Swiss Beauty Activator contains Swiss's unique Nutricell formula with NR, a bioactive source of nicotinamide and member of the vitamin B3 family, which the body converts into a chemical called nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. <laughs> and constipation relief. Yes. <laughs> Ironically, she's got verbal diarrhoea. So... <laughs> in the warehouse. Well, it's been a huge week of celebrations. The bride-to-be, 13-year-old Jack Russell, Peggy Weggy Woo, marrying 7-year-old Pitbull, Ollie Wolly Woo. Oh, well, he took her name. Oh. It was a huge honour for the celebrant. The ABC Radio's fishing show, who naturally served as celebrants. I spent six, seven years at law school, um, so today is one of the proudest days of my career, being able to, to marry two dogs. First, first bride to be walked down the aisle on a leash. That was a nice, was a nice touch. Well, moving on now, and let's head to the classroom. The NAPLAN tests have delivered some bad news. Up next on 7, the students who aren't making the grade and why. I think I, I, think I know why. I think we know why. 
We've just finally, after weeks of Optus and Medibank hacks, a reminder to check your passwords. Experts say too many Australians are making it easy for hackers by using common passwords. The top ones include 12345, <laughs> password ABC123, QWERTY and nyctotinamide adenine dinucleotide. It's too easy, guys. We'll see you next week right here. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.